All right, everybody. Well, cheers. Cheers. I'm Mike Wolf. And I'm Amari Paul. And you're listening to Dive Bars. The last call. Hello, my name is Dominique. I am partners with Mike Wolf. We are here. Hi, I'm Isabella, and I'm partners with Amari. Recipe time. What is this in front of us? It's about to be an amaretto sour. Uh, it's not necessarily like a dive bar type drink, but it is one of my favorites. Basically, you're going to need some amaretto, uh, like Disarano or something like that. Uh, the cheap stuff works fine for this because it's getting mixed in. You're not just drinking shots of it or something. Um, I don't even know what brand this is. Licore. <laughs> nice. That glass doesn't really matter too much for this drink, but I do like something that, that shows off the little bit of foam on top. You're gonna need uh, egg whites separated out. Trust me, don't use the yolk. A little bit of lemon juice. I've got some lime juice that I just squeezed out of the limes. Make sure you roll them first so you get all the juice. And some ice, obviously. Boston Shaker's the easiest way to do this with a strainer. And yeah, let's get cracking. Mm. This all looks right. very fancy. It breaks the um, two ingredient rule already. Yeah, yeah. It, well, it's got, yeah, it's got the three major ingredients, lime, egg white, and amaretto, but it's, it's more of the fact that I don't think most bars have eggs on hand. <laughs> Alrighty, so we're gonna take the shaker. Uh, then, first things first, we're actually just gonna drop in the egg whites. There we go. Alright, and then we're gonna chuck in the lime juice. And I usually do about like ounce and a half, two ounces per person of lime and amaretto each and a little bit of one egg white per person. is usually good in the shaker. So the weird thing about this cocktail is you actually wanna start with just those two ingredients. Don't put any ice in and uh, all right, close it up. And then you're gonna dry shake it. So dry shaking is when you shake it without any ice in there. You wanna wrap a towel around it because sometimes it leaks when you dry shake because there's no ice to suck it shut. You back up, uh, get a couple more shakes, and you wanna shake the absolute shit out of it. With such strength and All right. Velocity. There we go. And pop open your shaker. Should have like a nice, cool, foamy looking thing in there because you just made an emulsion. Sort of like a more drinkable version of mayonnaise. And all right, now I'd like to add the amaretto in after that's already kind of foamed up. Like, uh, yeah, let's see, what, what size is this? Yeah, two ounce and a half, two ounces per person in there. All right, yeah, one more for good luck. <laughs> and bam, all right. So this is where we add the ice. Best way to do this, special thanks to How to Drink, great YouTube channel. I should do these big old ice cubes. I do one and then I crack one over the top. Smash that in there. That way you kind of get like a better mixing foamy goodness. Take your shot. Oh, it's sticking today. Ah, there we go. All right. Yeah, it should look pretty foamy on top still. You want to strain it, it in case there's any like weird lumps. And pour away. Oh, wow. It looks milky. I usually go no ice because it's kind of the... You want to drink it fairly quick. You might not get as much as I thought. All right. And if all went well, looks like they could actually use a little more amaretto. What makes it separate? Uh, you know, you have the, the different foamier proteins that have air trapped in them. I think they just want to go to the top. Oh, wow. All right. So let's see if this is awful. All right. I'm excited. This looks exciting. It's like a tan color now. 
Yeah, it usually goes from like a lighter color over to a more tan as it sits for a second. Alright, cheers everybody. There we go. Alright. And to good podcasting. Oh, here we go. That's right. This is delicious. Ooh. It kind of winds up tasting like sherbet. Could use a little bit more amaretto. Um, yeah, definitely could have gone a little heavier on the amaretto. We're gonna add a little bit on top. It actually might look cool. Eh, don't really change the look too much, but oh, there we go. Yeah, a little more amaretto doesn't hurt if you guys want to add it. Probably should have done like two and a half ounces of amaretto per person, and it might have been a little better if it was a little heavier. Granted, if you're using something that's got a lot more flavor, a higher alcohol content. Like the, the more expensive, like $40 bottle ones, I think they usually bring in around 80 proof. Whereas uh, we're drinking Amaretta, that's what, like 25, 30%? It's a lot cheaper. Yeah, so that's one difference. Uh, it's 42 proof. Yeah. Uh, some liquors do that where they're like different at different price points. This is so good. I love the limes. Yeah, it's fresh squeezed lime juice, oh. egg whites, and uh, Amaretto. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you definitely can't drink like 12 of these because, you know, it's just raw egg white. <laughs> but, uh, you know, they're, they're good. And uh, they're, they're a lower proof cocktail than like, uh, you know, gin and tonic or something typically is. Uh, because you're already starting out with liquor that's fairly low proof and then you're, you're diluting it much further. It's a nice way to start a night out or something like that. It's got a good mouthfeel. It's creamy, but not in a bad way. I dig it. It's delicious. Extremely transgenerated. It's the bar that floats people's place on her. I've definitely turned there. Name a thing, you will see it there. Yeah. But Saturday nights are usually very different. Yes. Where are we going? It's a much more familiar place. It's near the place of my heart. I think I've started almost every podcast by saying, but yes, extremely trans friendly, beautiful spot. Yeah, I'm excited. I haven't been to any places around Buffalo. You should. You're young, man. <laughs> y'all got y'all got places to check out. All right, so uh, we're at Electric Avenue, and Amari, what do you think? Very different energy from Jake's and the Dome. It's um, relaxed. It is. It's quite relaxed. It's like a coffee shop with alcohol. It's like a coffee shop where everyone is fucking hammered. Exactly. It's decent. All right. So what do you guys think? I'm happy to not be alone right now on this couple's edition we have been, I don't want to say suckered into, but uh, coerced or su- such and such. Strongly Cheers. Right. I'm happy to join the party. <laughs> I've enjoyed the vibe so far. It's really like chill, relaxed. Everyone's just kind of existing. Oh my god, this would be like Jake's if Jake's were hipsters. Yeah, yeah, it's it's like Jake's with like a younger age set. Uh, you know, but the, mind you, we're here on the weekend though. Uh, during the week, like from noon to eight p.m. or so, it, it's usually like people that live upstairs or like around here. Uh, it's a different crowd. Um, also, like this is one of those places where if you go around the bar, there is several spots that are dedicated to like uh, patrons that were so regular. Like when they passed away, they put a plaque on their seat. So there's that. Um, yeah. I think, I think someone's sitting over his seat. Where are the plaques? On the seats or on the Down under. Hey, man. Yo, how's it going? Oh, how are you, man? Oh, from? good, good. Yo, dude. So, Mari and I are doing, like, a podcast for class. Yo, would you be down to do, like, an interview outside in a little bit? 
Sure, man. About what? Just like what it's like being in like electric. Oh yeah. Yeah, this is great. Uh, fucking. Uh, you're you're an old school vinyl DJ. I am, dude. Yeah. yeah. Uh, he's one of the motherfuckers that just criticizes the shit that I used to play here. <laughs> nah, man. Because you're good. I just bust your blue? fucking balls. I know, I know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that was why I was always happy when you were here, dude. <laughs> I, I'm actually from the West Coast, so like this is what we wear. Dogtown style. You know, we wear. Like he can't help but be cool. Yeah, right. Man, I just. Wearing uh, seasons recordings, you should check them out. Exactly. Uh, Repping, repping. <laughs> Vinyl, you know. Exactly. House music, yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Anyways, good. Oh shit, thank you. <laughs> What's your name again? Amari. Amari. Hey, I'm hey, Denim. Yeah, of course you, man. Oh, you're the great. I'll buy your dad. That's pretty fair. Hey. <laughs> This is an electric ad, that's Mohawk place. So after we finish our picture, we can go over to, to Mohawk. Whoa, they're so close. Yeah, they're the same building. That's my fault, I'm sorry. That's my fault, that's my fault. So basically, I'm going to give you So my vote is we, we nail down this and then go next door. Do you guys want shots? Yeah, sure. Tequila, tequila, vodka, and... I'm good with beer. Go there. Three shots, then to kill, to kill a bug. Oh, wait, they have food here? I did not know that. No. It says food. <laughs> okay, the sign says Mohawk plays food and spirits. That's a lot. I mean, <laughs> they have food sometimes. Did we not it's talk about luck. tax purposes? Do, 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 do. Potlucks. Yeah, or we could bring food. We could go get a pizza and bring it like in there. But, pot, yeah, you know, you they don't have food. food. No. I would do that. Do they even have Food's pizza? Food's right there. Uh, there's pizza right there, but. First, first, let's go in. Okay. Say hi. So the lady I'm working the door me. behind this other dude is ballsy. Uh, she's, she's a shit. She used to run one of the best fucking punk houses on South Campus, dude. Fucking North Hill. <laughs> oh. Should we get in? Uh, Y'all don't smoke? I'll put my down. Yep.
I met Malcolm Brickhouse, the guitar player and singer, from a distant relative. And we met at my birthday party. Nice job. Oh, thank you. I met Alec, the bass player, at Malcolm's birthday party. And we met Josh through a friend of us, all of us. So y'all were like some... Yeah, it's literally like a friend of a friend of a friend. Okay. Yeah, of how we met. What made you decide to start this band? Like, was it for fun or did you guys like It originally was a hobby. Starting this band wasn't as serious as other people would take it. It did start through watching anime such as Naruto, Bleach, uh, Dragon Ball Z. It also started by watching WWE Wrestling. The theme music from the videos of anime and the theme music from wrestling inspired us to form and create this sound of music. Coachella, Bonnaroo, at Rock on the Range, the Kids Choice Awards, the BET Awards. Yeah, a lot of stuff. It goes on and on and on. I couldn't think of every possible thing that we've done within five to seven years. The sound that you heard today has boxed us in so much to the point that we became uh, how you call an average scale band. And this next album that we're releasing, uh, you know, in the near future, uh, expands our sound in a way. And it also like it cultivates more of the younger demographic because our weakness back in the day was having you guys between the ages of like 13 to 25 and you know, uh, 25 and 34. Um, to like really, you know, bring themselves to our music. And this album demonstrates what we've been trying to accomplish and which was getting the younger people to understand that being who you are isn't a problem. It isn't, it isn't weird. Being or doing what you want to do is never something that you have to, you know, hide within yourself. It's always to be good. You know, it's always, it's, it's always to be best when you work outside of the box you know and and it's and that comes from you know the adolescence you know people of adolescence feel that they have no one to look up to and no one to you know help them dream or even dream themselves and this album is is a way to show you that dreams are possible you know and changes do occur but you have to be strong and get through them who influenced you as far as music? Well, back in the day, who influenced us was bands like Disturbed, Lincoln Park, Three Days Grace, Papa Roach, Van Halen, Motorhead, Slash, Slayer, August Burns Red, Chelsea Grin, even like Deathcore bands. The list could go on and on and on. Okay, unrelated. What product do you guys use? Um, okay. Alec, honestly, um, out of out of all of us, to answer this question too, Alec has been the one that most constantly or like consistently changes his hairstyle. So between four years, Alec went from a mohawk to curly hair to waves. Yeah, I think, and I think he did something else too. Oh, it is cold. I gotta close that door. Oh my god. Do you guys um, come here often? No, we don't. Okay. Because you guys are um, stopping for Yeah, but like I haven't changed my hairstyle in like five years. 
but that soon changes. Uh, Malcolm went from an afro to dreads. And then uh, my stomach hurts, chill. And then, yeah, so, and then Josh was always like a curly headed guy. Uh, but I use, honestly, Shea Moisture. I don't really like Cantu because it just doesn't like my hair. Shea Moisture, like it, it, my hair really likes it, so I use that instead of anything else. Uh, and then sometimes I use Diva Curl if I want to curl my hair. But yeah, that's really much it. At where? Where though? This is what happens when black people have a conversation. No, no. This is precious. So I've uh, got my partner Amari Fall here. Uh, so yeah. I think uh, you guys met, right? Yeah, yeah, that's right. Yes. All right, cool. Uh, so, yeah, if you don't mind, let's, uh, let's get cracking. I know Mary's a little bit more prepared. She's got some questions for you. My first question is, you know, what's your favorite drink and your astrological sign? All right, well, my favorite drink would probably have to be... Oh, I don't know. I really, I'm a big, I, I just like Coca-Cola. I'm a big fan of Coca-Cola. I don't drink alcohol or anything oh. anymore. So like, I just like uh, colas and I guess uh, Slurpees are good too. <laughs> my, my astrological sign is Pisces. Technically, I am a Pisces Leo rising moon in Taurus for those who- That is detailed. Oh. That is very yeah. interesting. Nice. <laughs> How long have you been working at Mohawk? Almost five years. Were you bouncing in other places, like other dive bars? I did. I bounced my house. Um, <laughs> but uh, uh, I used to throw, as my kin contest, I used to throw shows in my basement. Yeah. When I moved in, like, we were all in our later 20s. <laughs> and uh, we were just kind of like, hey, let's not get busted for underage drinking. So I, started, <laughs> I started getting a little bit more like, hey, guys, could you just not? Like, and I would check people's ID at my door just because I didn't want, you know, kids drinking. And um, then I had a brief stint at Stamps for like a month. I worked the door there. And then the interim... Uh, I uh, went to go work a show at Mohawk for a friend of mine, and then they were like, hey, so the owner is looking for someone to work the door. I know that you're working door, you know, so-and-so and have experience. And I was like, all right, cool. I'll go talk to him. And they're like, no, you got to go talk to him now. Like, <laughs> That's how Rick works, cool. dude. <laughs> So I, I went and I talked to who's now my boss, Rick, and after talking to him for a couple of minutes and he's like, All right, cool, come on down to me uh see where we can put you in <laughs> and then after after a couple of tryout shifts I had uh, the position and it was a lot of fun. 
So at Mohawk, are there like different people, different crowds? Every show has its own personality, depending on what kind of genre of music it is, or depending on like what kind of event itself will be. Sometimes, and also the day of the week can be a really weird deciding <laughs> factor on who shows up. I've noticed like nobody really comes to shows on Sundays, especially not during football season, <laughs> like, for for obvious reasons. But then. Like there'll there'll be certain times where it's like if I am working the door and it's a Sunday night and I see someone coming up to the door wearing a Bills jersey, they're more than likely wasted. <laughs> like nine times out of ten, they're like wasted. tailgated. They've been drinking since eight in the morning. <laughs> exactly. It's like you cannot tell me with a straight face that you're gonna wear that jersey four hours after the, after the game has ended. <laughs> Fucking burn marks on him from jumping through a table. <laughs> Yeah, no, 100%. You jumped through a table today, didn't you? I know it. I can see it in your eyes. So, different shows are weird. You know, like, a, a punk show has a different feel than, like, an, an indie show, than even, like, a singer-songwriter show. Um, different styles of metal have a different feel. and <laughs> It's weird. It's weird. But overall, everyone who comes is pretty chill. You only really run into problems when people got something to prove or they just don't have a good time. I don't know. Yeah, I've definitely seen you drag people out of the pit by the scarf of their necks before. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, I mean, it's a talent. You got it. Does that happen a lot in Mohawk? Not a lot. I would say probably less this year than in previous years, which is weird considering that, like, I feel everything else has gotten worse. Just like so, general debauchery has gotten worse. Yeah, just like I just mean like not like not like the, the bar or the job. I just mean like the outside world in general is oh, just yeah. like the world's going out. People are terrible, so it's like interesting to see that you know that people really aren't causing really many problems on their nights off. So you said that it depends, the crowd depends on like the day of the week. Do you have any particular favorite days of working at Mohawk or is it like all the same to you? Or like a day you'd recommend people go to check it out. Oh yeah. Especially if they're new to that. Honestly, we have some of our best shows on like Sunday and Monday nights with like some of the coolest artists you have ever seen. And then like no one will be there because it's Sunday and Monday night. But like sometimes those shows carry the lowest cover of like $5 and they're really cool to check out. Um, I would definitely, and there's also nobody there. So if you're an introvert and you're like, I don't want to go where there's going to be a lot of people. I just want to like listen to some music maybe have a drink. Sunday and Monday nights, I mean, even Tuesdays are are pretty good nights to come check out live music. How would you describe the different crowds of people that go to Mohawk? Uh, okay, well, we've got like our regulars who are just like people like Mike and Domo, who are just like <laughs> gotta pop in. And then we've got, um, you know, like if we've got an indie show, then there'll be a big indie crowd. Everybody looks like they're in the breakfast club. Then you've got, then we'll have shows that are like, I guess our other like clientele is like, I, I do a lot of sludge shows. So like sludge metal. So then there's a lot of stoners in the crowd just because that's what that genre attracts. And it's also chill times. 
but it's also like weird chill times where it's like if, they, if people bump into each other they're like oh god you know because they're just stoned <laughs> then there's like the extreme metal crowd and they're like yeah they got something to prove Throw they got the fuck to down <laughs> yeah they gotta they gotta fuck you up in the pit because that's how it is <laughs> but like nobody ever gets super hurt that bad like it's not like super dangerous or anything Plus, I know good moshing from bad moshing, so we just take it a bit. And then we have a, a really cool, uh, in like, decent older crowd. Like, people who are, like, 50 or older, a lot still come out to Mohawk, which is really cool to see. Um, they definitely are, uh, in terms of, like, in terms of like hospitality, they require the most attention, but it's not a big deal. It's, you know, it's just, they, they're not as uh, like nice to service people uh, as like say millennials would be, I guess. <laughs> but I mean, other than that, I mean, the crowds, it just depends on what kind of show it is and you know, who, who comes out. It's also interesting to see where they come from, because, like, you know, I'm taking their IDs so I can see where they live. <laughs> and it's like, it's like, oh, you got a bad attitude coming in already? Oh, you're from Tonawanda, and I get it. I see how it is. I see how it is. <laughs> oh, man. So what kind of behaviors can get someone thrown out of Mohawk? <laughs> um, we have a rule that's, like, right, it's, like, right on the one sign when you walk in, assholes this is basically if you're being an asshole like don't don't, don't that's how you be an asshole. Before, <laughs> mostly it's just like if you like if you come to the bar and you have when you walk in like i can feel that everyone else can feel that and it's like i understand music can be very cathartic but sometimes it's like maybe just stay home you know, uh, I guess, and then other behaviors would be like being too, getting too drunk, um, being inappropriate with people is a big one. Like, if I get any reports that someone is like harassing someone or they're like touching someone, they're gone. I don't care. Like, I don't, like, I don't fuck around with that shit. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, definitely no stage diving or crowd surfing. <laughs> That's how next get fucking broke. Yeah, no, no crowd killing, which like What's that? they will use a very distinct style of like, like fucking hitting. hardcore shit. Yeah, yeah, where they like ninja kick each other in the fucking chest, and then they're like, "Oh, I'm just dancing," and I'm like, "You literally fucking hit me, that kid going to cardiac arrest. Not tell me that you are dancing." Um, and I, you know, it's funny too because I just saw uh, some pictures that were taken at another venue. It's like we don't have that hardcore, brutal uh, dancing bullshit very much anymore. And uh, we, I saw it was from another venue. The pictures literally a guy screaming into a microphone because he's singing <laughs> on stage, and then in the background behind him there are two guys that are dancing 
One dude's got the other guy by the collar, and he's about to like straight uppercut him into the fucking jaw. And I'm like, yeah, that's dancing. Sure. Cool. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's shit like that. I'm like, be mean to the staff. Oh, that's a big one. Like, yeah, don't be a dick to the staff. Yeah, so like, to, like to me, I'm a bouncer. Whatever, I can take it. You're mean to my bartenders. I will, I will not let that sit well. That's not cool. They're just doing their jobs. Like, they can be your friend. I'll be the fun police. That's the that's the <laughs> dynamic that we have. That's cool. But, like, if you're going to be mean to the fun ones, then the fun police is going to take you out. (laughs) (laughs) What's the most, like, unruliest uh, patron has ever been? (laughs) Uh, The most unruly is weird. Well, last, let's see. (laughs) I got choked once by... uh, Jesus. Yeah, no. Yeah, I got choked once trying to throw a crowd killer out. Uh... And he had attacked another guard that I was working with. Um, so when I went to go get him off of that guard, as soon as he, like, was off of him, he turned around and grabbed my throat. And I was like, cool. <laughs> Great day at work. I've been, I've been, uh, I've been punched in the face. Uh, let's see. I've been punched in the face a few times. I've definitely been like shoved to the ground and like not allowed to get back up by two dudes who were trying to like start shit with me. Um, but luckily, one of the bartenders came out and helped me out. Um, uh, and then like last Friday, I had there. This is just an example of like you know when people come to the bar and they just are already looking for a bad time. Ugh. I had a group come in and the, f- the girl in the front was like super snotty already, uh, just about the cover and having to give me her ID. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah, I know. She's like, oh, I don't want to pay cover. Oh. Then go to fucking electric. <laughs> yeah. And then she's like, you know, I asked her for her ID, and she's just like, this is so intense. I'm like, well, you know, it's the protocol. You just got to take your ID. You can go right in, have yourself a drink. She's like, well, I've been coming here since he owned the place. And I was just like, all right, cool. I mean, he doesn't anymore. He's dead, so. (laughs) (laughs) And she, like, freaked out on me. He got, like, really shitty. And she went to the bar. She was talking shit about me to the bartender. And he just doesn't care. And uh, <laughs> then, uh, you know, she's like side eyeing me the whole time, like just giving me dirty looks, like whatever. She she's only in there for like 15 minutes. They all go to leave. And on her way out, she's just like, "You're a fucking cunt," and fucking <laughs> flips me off. And I'm like, "That's it." So I jump up out of my chair, and I'm just like, "No, don't fucking come here anymore. If you're gonna be abusive to the staff, you obviously didn't want to be here." I tried to offer her her money back and throw her out before she even went in because that's very civil. Problem. Yeah, I was like, "You don't want to like, like you don't want to be here," and I can tell. So please just go away. And also, please don't come back. (laughs) Yeah, and then then they just like wouldn't. 
leave. Like her whole group like turned on me and like they left, but they were like out in the front, like waiting for their Ubers or whatever. And like they're just like flipping me off through the window and like <laughs> it's mature. because like what are you gonna do? <laughs> and like, you know, it's it's just so stupid because like then like half the group left in an Uber. And then, like, half of them kept kind of hovering around between the two bars. Grown-ass adults and, can be ridiculous. <laughs> and then they just, like, like, the, and then every time they would walk by, they would, like, flip me off. And I'm like, are you, like, fifth graders on the bus? Like, just leave. <laughs> like, why are you still here? Oh, man. All right, so I got a question for you. How, how would you describe Electric Ave? Uh... I, you know, it's, it's funny. As long as I've worked at Mohawk, I haven't really spent a lot of time in Electric Avenue. That's true, because you don't, you don't fucking drink anymore, so why would you be over there? No, I mean, it's like, it's a cozy spot. It's pretty clean, actually, for being a dive bar. It's, like, really clean. And, uh, you know, the they've got their regulars, and they've got a good uh, bar staff, and, well, the, the, the beer's really cheap, and... Hell yeah. Yeah, like, I don't know, it's just an overall, it's a good, fun dive bar atmosphere. How would you describe what a dive bar is, in your opinion? It's just kind of like a dinky hole in the wall, I guess. It's just, it's not like a posh, polished establishment that's, you know, specifically catered to upper middle class white people you know it's like it's like a spot that everyone can go to and the beer and the 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 drinks are cheap so everyone can afford them and like it's like dark so like you know you know gotta like feel like you have to present yourself a certain way because like no one can see you like (laughs) you know i don't know like bad bars are just like like your your run-of-the-mill blue collar um, hole in the wall, dinky little bars, dingy little, dingy little places. <laughs> in a good way. Yeah, in a, in a totally good way. And like sometimes in a bad way, but it's also good. <laughs> as long as it's not like, like a hepatitis C way, you know. <laughs> I mean, it, it happens. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. All right, Mari, do you got anything else for? No, thank you so much. All right. Do you have anything else you wanted to say to all, like, 12 of our classmate listeners? <laughs> no, just, uh, oh, if you want to come down to Mohawk Place, just bring me your ID. <laughs> like, make sure that you actually have it or else I can't let you in. That's the only thing. Like, I'll totally let you in if you have your ID. Just bring it. I don't care. Like, that- actual, actual ID, not a picture <laughs> on your phone. And anyone who's taking a picture on your phone uh, should be shot in the face because it's not a legal form of identification. <laughs> I like your level of conviction. What about passports? Do passports count? Passports are, yeah. Passports, Nexus cards, passport card, a non-driver state ID, like a learner's permit or even just a non-driver ID. Mm-hmm. Um, even like Canadian licenses, out-of-state licenses, um, so on and so forth. Basically, if it's issued by the government and it's not the city, you got it. 
There we go. All right, dude. Thank you so much for carving out some time to, to help us out. I know that you're you're always busy between like music and work and everything else you're up to. Uh, oh, dude, I always forget the name of your fucking band. What uh, what's the name of your band? Nine layers. Nine, nine layers deep. Layers. Yeah, nine layers deep. There we go. Yeah. yeah, so if you ever get a chance to, to see Ballsy out there, Nine Layers Deep, uh, do, you, do you have any shows lined up? Uh, November 30th at Mohawk. There we go. There's a plug for you guys, November 30th at Mohawk. But yeah, thank you again, dude. Great talking to you, and I'll definitely see you down there soon. It was lovely All meeting right. you. Bye, guys. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> so last week we went to Mohawk. Have you guys been there before? Oh, yeah. Yeah, we've been hanging out there basically since it reopened because for a while, I think they went out of business, shut down. I really can't remember the story behind that and I should Google it. But yeah, our our friend Rick Platt uh, managed to reopen uh, electric and, and sort of build up electric a little bit. Did I say electric twice? Electric and Mohawk. Electric and Mohawk Place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Mohawk Place has a history of being like an old punk venue for decades. Um, and electric is just, I was probably technically a cafe at some point, but now it's dive bar. <laughs> so do you guys want to talk about your experiences at Mohawk last weekend? Cause I know this was your first time Isabella going there, right? Yeah, it was, but I have like a close friend who really loves it, but I have just haven't been by so far. I really liked it. It reminded me a lot of like the venues I would go to when I was in high school, weirdly <laughs> enough. Um, cause Probably when I started hanging there. Because, like, I had friends and bands and stuff like that, and so it was really, like, nostalgic. So, don't what, what do you think uh, last week? I mean, you've been there a million times with me, but... I've been there a million times. Honestly, um, what did we do? <laughs> there was a show. Yeah, it was, yeah, it was good. There was, like, a, uh, I don't know what you'd call it, some sort of very intense, dark rock, uh, I don't know what the genre would be. It was just um, general hardcore. Um, I, but I like I, both I Mohawk and Electric Ave, like, equally. Uh, maybe electric have more just because it's smaller and people don't want to go there because during the day it's filled with like a lot of old people. They and open they at eight thirty, you know. But any, <laughs> I guess dive bar, everyone's like the old people have their own seats, so you don't sit in their fucking seat. <laughs> yeah, and then you know maybe midday it's a mixture of older people and people closer to our age, and then at night it could just be no one or it could be a bunch of drunk people who yeah. brought in their own food from like the pizza place up the street or something. Did you guys have any, like, highlights of last weekend? I fucked up my foot. I guess that's technically the low point. <laughs> I, I was thrown down a little bit in the pit, uh, like, you know, 21-year-old Mikey used to. And, uh, whew, felt that. Felt that the next day. Headbanged my neck right into a just world of pain. But, uh, yeah, that uh, bit of physical wear and tear that I can perhaps no longer subject myself to. Uh, what was the high point? ran into a lot of people I haven't seen in a while because we used to live right by electric so I, I used to spend a heck of a lot of time there and now at you know it's downtown so it's a, it's a long uber and it was really nice even just seeing the bartenders and seeing ballsy because I feel like I don't get to see her enough anymore like I said before it's you know community it felt really nice and warm and fuzzy just going back into that and also bringing new people there is always kind of cool because you can gauge somebody's character based on whether or not they like it <laughs> 
All right, so, well, I, I think the only low point was I think I ended up drinking too much at one point, and, uh, and so I was like, <laughs> should I keep drinking? I could keep drinking, and then I got through half a shot, and I, it, like, touched my lips, and my throat started, like, and I was like, oh, I probably should take a break, um, but I still drank half the shot, and I think I finished my beer, and then I got more beer later. It's a trooper. And I, like, choked it down. You just gotta let it digest, you know, pace yourself. Um, and then the highlight would be... Definitely, yeah, like you mentioned, uh, seeing people we haven't seen in a while and, you know, just chatting with them, life updates. Uh, that band was awesome. They were, what, like, maybe 18? And uh, they had, like, you know, these, like, young, you know, men of color. I was really happy to just see, like, they have the fucking, like, tore up jeans. Like, they look like they bought that shit at uh, Air of or whatever store even sells ripped jeans. Um, <laughs> Topic. You know, the vocals were great, the instruments, they had a great sound. It actually reminded me of a Japanese rock, just like uh, if you ever look up Block on CL, kind of look like, sound like that. He also kind of looked like, uh, hide a little bit in the 90s. <laughs> um, but yeah, that band was great, and you know, it was a, a good vibe. And then I got into a weird con quantum physics almost conversation with Paul outside. Oh, that's right. Met. I forgot we ran into Paul. Man, yeah, I hadn't seen him in a while. He, he was like Should over in Spain for like two oh, years. Oh, we're using first names only. Again, we protect the innocent Maybe on this his podcast. Name is Sam. <laughs> Bill. Um, I guess the highlights. I don't know. I had like a really fun time overall. I was felt really relaxed throughout the entire time, which I have anxiety, so that's kind of rare. Um, Lola, Lola would probably be I drank too much beer so I had to pee all the time <laughs> that was definitely like a low point because I don't really like using the restroom at bars <laughs> and I did at least three times so <laughs> by far not the worst no the, yeah you know who's worse the pink yeah Are you guys kind of go they're, there they're like more gas station bathroom level oh uh, yeah, yeah I'd, say, I'd say the pink is gonna be in they, the lineup at some point I think they're yeah to be considered as a dive bar Oh, Amari, uh, I don't think you said the highlights and the lowlights yet. Let's, oh. let's hear it. Um, the low point was when I accidentally broke the glass at Electric. Oh my god, it I looked like it exploded really... in your fucking hand. Like, I didn't even see you drop it. I didn't, I think it was that I'm, I was trying to put it on the table and it banged up against there, that little railing. You know, it happened really quickly. The I, quality I of glassware is acceptable there, but yeah, you watch it. I, I have definitely broken a lot of glass in that place. <laughs> Not all of it accidentally, you know, <laughs> shit happens. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> I was riddled with guilt for the next seven minutes. I think afterwards. she saw that. I think she saw and recognized that. I was probably a little amused. <laughs> I think the highlight of that evening was definitely unlocking the truth. I really enjoyed their performance. Um, gave me a little nostalgia. I also enjoyed talking to the. Why would you create a university of Buffalo and then a Buffalo state? Like, I don't. That don't. I never understood that part. He oh, yeah. was. Yeah. Over there a while. I don't remember the questions I asked exactly, but they basically just met, like, on accident. But, yeah, overall, I really enjoyed the experience of both bars. I enjoyed playing pool, I enjoyed the drinks. But then again, I, I don't think I've ever not enjoyed the drinks. We should do another shot. Yeah, yeah might as well. I also have, now I've 
I would like you guys, if you want to, go over what you con like what consider what do you guys consider to be a dive bar? Because it sounds like you guys are on opposite ends. Or have different views on what a dive I bar is. I think we usually sound like we're disagreeing, for the most part agree. Um, he's just an asshole, and he was raised by wolves. Very intelligent parents who wolves. are arguing experts. Like they will slice you up with their words. It's like an art form. Um, I. I don't know how to I know personally I don't I mentioned this earlier that I don't have that many experiences with dive bars do you have much experience with dive bars um I have a little bit but not nearly as much as I'd want to and I've never been like a regular at a dive bar unfortunately not yet <laughs> your liver is probably pretty happy about that I'd say <laughs> we can always change that but yeah protect your liver <laughs> take your little thistle <laughs> So I take it that you two are more experienced when it comes to dive bars. What do you guys look for in, like, a good dive bar? What would you call a good dive bar? I mean, electric kind of nails it. Electric nails it. You know, what, what do you have? So for, for the longest time, they had $1 PBRs uh, on tap, which I don't really think I've seen PBR on tap anywhere else. It's kind of a unique thing there. Uh, now they're $2 PBRs, but they're about twice as large. I think they got sick of refilling glasses so much and they wanted to save some turtles or whatever. Uh, you know, it's basically two different establishments. You know, you have your daytime crowd and then you have your, like, uh, younger nighttime party crowd. Um, it's definitely been important for the music scene in its own separate way from, uh, from Mohawk, whereas Mohawk is a little bit more on the punk side. Uh Electric has actually had a lot of different electronic music stuff and just brought up a lot of local DJs. Rappers. Rappers, yeah. Um, every year for Infringement Festival, they have uh, lots of events at both of them. So that's always cool. If you like DIY art festival music stuff, all that uh, goes on every single year over there. Uh, I was actually a house DJ for Electric for a while. Not going to say I was a good one, but I was there and I poked buttons. Uh, good times, man. Good times all around. I think people liked your DJing. <laughs> or at least they were drunk enough that they enjoyed heavily dancing to it. They tolerated it. Um, but I think, like, Electric is a good dive bar because of my bias standards of, like, good atmosphere. I want good vibes. Um, you know, not people who are peacocking with their five-inch heels and, like, pushing bitches at the bar or whatever women do to disrespect each other. Um, everybody's just really chill. They've got some sort of form of entertainment, like... Um, they have TVs, and if enough people vote, you can watch the side. Cops channel. Bingo. Yeah, there's Cops Bingo. Cops Bingo like, was great. It's not just, oh, we're going to play sports. <laughs> Every week. Bar. They're not a sports bar. That's stupid. Um, and there's a pool table, which is usually open. I think that's a good sign as well. <laughs> did we play pool guys? We did. We oh did. my god, yeah. Shittily. Oh yeah, I see. I love a pool Oh, table. I lost the game while you were out. Huh? Again. But I'm shit at Okay, you know, really according to the rules I play, we won. According to your <laughs> rules, we lost. Either way, we had fun, and it was a good game. Wait, did the black ball go in? Uh, scratch shooting in the eight ball. Oh. Yeah, that's a little more obscure one. I've always played that way, though. It, it raises the stakes right at the end when you're usually, like, Not already kind of sloppy. It's 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 a good one. It kind of makes the game a 50-50 shot. <laughs> Mari and I got, like, two balls in, so, like, I don't I think Mari was just killing it. I think that's I, what I happened. I think we're recalling different events. I'm not sure. Yeah, a lot more than two balls in. It we'll was, we'll uh, check it was the audio. At one point. <laughs> we'll review the tape. <laughs> I think Bella might have gotten most of it in. I can't even. But, interesting. So, how would you guys rate 
both bars. Uh, they're kind of different beasts, even though they're they're the same owner. They're right next to one another, and they share a lot of plumbing. I mean, I would say they're both excellent in their own category. Is that is that maybe a better way to put it? Because you got you got a punk bar on one side, and you got like a older timey dive hangout slash electronic music den <laughs> on the other side, um, and they both really do a great job of that. Okay, in the context of the take card, but there is a minimum. Either at one or both. I, I, you know, it might be like 10 or 15, mm-hmm. you know. But, I mean, well, actually, that's a lot because, yeah, the, like you mentioned, a uh, good point that drinks have to be cheap. I think that's that's genius. Um, totally forgot about that. Yeah, we'll take your card. Dive stars for dive bars. Nice. Let's see. Electric's going to get a 4.86. So they're up there. Uh, definitely, definitely up there. I'm trying to think of the downsides. Uh, One toilet per oh, yeah. bathroom. Yeah, the bathrooms are kind there of are a toss-up. You never, you never know what you're going to get in there. I'm too scared to use the men's one because it's sm- the smell that wafts out, but Mohawk, the men's, is, is okay. Some I mean, there's going to be vintage blood and piss equipment. here. Yeah. Just don't touch the walls. <laughs> um, but I think they're both five-star because I'm biased. Like, I think the people who work there are great. If you ever have problems with those people who work there, it's because you're usually being an asshole. Like, uh, I've seen people give Ballsy a hard time where they didn't want to show ID, and it's like, you clearly look barely 18. You have to have ID. It's It's the one thing. It's not a weird question to ask, you know, and being weird about it just shows that you're underage even more. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, if you're going to bar hop underage, do it at a shitty bar, not a bar with, like, good people, because they're not going to let you in. (laughs) I thought they were really complimentary. Like, I feel like I could go to, like, Moak, listen to the show until my ears are ringing, and mm. then I'm like, okay, maybe I don't want to lose hearing for the night, and, like, go back and, like, relax. That's what we've done. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah. Bounce back. So many forward. times, cool. yeah. You said five for both. For oh, you, I the... don't think you... Scored. Okay, so I think oh. I scored a, a 4.86 for electric uh, dive stars for dive bars. Uh, if we're talking about Mohawk, let's see. The the beers, despite being almost exactly the same place, I suspect are more expensive. They actually have cocktail ingredients, a little bit more of them, at least. Wait, Mohawk? Yeah. So so, so they, uh, if we're doing dive stars for dive bars, they are technically less divey than electric. Um, I'm going to have to put them down at a 372 Oh, that is harsh. Well, these are dive stars for dive bars. If we're talking like just a general Yelp, they're uh, 4.5, man. They're, they're a great place to hang out. But it's not like as shifty as 40 feet to the left, you know, uh, over at Electric. It's just not the same like dive. There's there's no plaques where like a regular sat, you know, for years and years to commemorate when he passed away at a stool in Mohawk. But there is an Electric, you know. This feels like a controversial take. What is your, like standard a of yeah. a dive bar that you're being so harsh about. Like Mohawk, you know, they do uh, during, you know, random hours of the day, any day of the week they can be having random guy doing like... I'm not saying they're there. bad. I'm saying uh, we're giving dive stars for dive bars. Yeah, but what is a dive bar in this sense? Like, is That's that maybe too, to uh, too hipster, too... Uh, right, they have craft beer. You know, that that's a strike against you as a, as a dive bar. It, it doesn't mean you're a bad bar. I mean, Wait, personally, I love craft beer. Oh, God, they have, like, all these... They have, like, eight taps now, and they have a whole oh, fridge full of bottles. pretty drunk. Yeah, just by get, the like, time we get there. And we're just... Yeah, we're ah, just sipping the, the cheap monsters. old... <laughs> but, um... 
Man, yeah. I think it's just that it has been classed up by Rick over the years, uh, thanks to a lot of hard work. <laughs> you know, the sound system used to suck. Now it's awesome. I mean, they have the whole new board, like, as of a few months ago. Yeah, man. I, th I think they just improved it too much for it to still be truly divey. Their washroom It's tab. good now. They <laughs> yeah. have uh, nice bathrooms. The, the men's room stalls, I think, still don't lock, but it might be for the best. Yeah, I mean, people are doing all kinds of stuff in bathrooms. There's no mirror in the men's room either. But, like, if you're, if you're there, you're probably not too concerned about how you look. Just getting out of the mosh pit, you gotta straighten your hair. <laughs> I'm still stuck on the 3.7, and I realized last um, episode I rated it based off of my experience and not whether or not it was a dive bar. Wow. No, that's why I'm thinking there's dive stars for dive bars. Like, we're, we're giving it a rating as a dive bar, not necessarily, like, review. Although, you know, maybe they, they should have two separate scales. Hmm. I don't know. Or they did what? If, like, there weren't performances. Uh, it'd be a lot quieter. Uh, man, yeah, without the performances, it would, that would, like, suck the character out of that bar, I think. Enough to be a dive bar? I think that would just make it less enjoyable, not more divey. And like I said, it's the, it's the divey stuff, like the selection of drinks, the characters that hang out there, everything else. Like, there you get, like, a lot of cool musician folks, people that are there to see bands, all that. You're not getting, like, a crowd of regulars just going there to get shit hammered, talk, hang out, play pool, yada, yada, yada. Like, But there are some. There are some. And they some. sit at the bar, and everyone else is on the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And that's the difference. If you see anyone at the bar, it's not like, oh, I don't feel like dancing. They're like, no, I'm, I'm here, like, all the time. The like, I'm not dancing today. If that's, like, a disqualifier, then I don't know how many dive bars I've actually been to. Because I feel like a lot of the dive bars I've been to have, like, weird performances. Yeah, I don't think so it's a disqualifier. So guy runs in with his guitar band performance. Yes. Yes. Do you guys have any favorite dive bars? Well, I mean, you've, I think you've been to my two favorites so far. Because you got Jake's and then you, you have Electric. Those are, like, by far uh, my, my two favorite in all of Western New York. I would agree. Um, sadly, I don't want to agree with you just because we're partners, but... Just I, out of spite. You know, Jake's, it, you know, everyone there treats you like family. And then um, at Electric, it's like a second family because we've known them for so long. Not just from there, but, like, from events outside of there or, you know, the unfortunate times there have been funerals. Um, I don't know. It's just it's kind of like a community. Like, we are all there for each other. You see someone who's too drunk. You got their back. Like, you know, oh, can I get a cigarette? Can I get a dollar? Like, you know them. Like, you know, they bought you, like, 12 free drinks before. And it's like, oh, you finally asked me for something I can help. It's like helping family. Definitely made some lifelong friends there. Not just, like, people that we then went on to just drink and party and hang out with. Like, people that actually, we've gotten jobs or we've gotten jobs with people or, you know, helped each other on art projects or music or whatever, you know. Your favorite dive bar? In existence? Yeah. In the world. I don't know if I have a favorite yet. I, I feel like it would have been Bizarre Bar, but they got shut down. It could still be a favorite. <laughs> it was really sad. Well, for some reason, I thought we were going to say Cobra. I enjoy Cobra a lot. Cobra is a bar that um, was down the street from my best friend and I over the summer. And it, like, pool table, bar, that's it. And that was really... There we go. They had that fake shooting thing. Other. Yeah, they had that, too. What city was that in? It was in, in Brooklyn. Oh, nice, nice. All right. Thank you guys. Thank you, Dominique. Thank you, Bella. You guys have been great guests and awesome partners as usual. It was nice going out with you. 
uh, definitely had a lot of fun. Do you guys have any messages you'd like to share with the um, audience? I feel like when you go to dive bars, you get to like know the heart of the city. And I feel like you don't know the heart of the city unless you go to dive bars. Mm. Nice. I would just say be open, go out, and be respectful. You know, especially if you're in the city of Buffalo, you're in a city period. There's so much to do. Just go out, mm-hmm. go to a, a new place, do a new thing. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for listening this week. As usual, I'm Mike Wolf. And I'm Amari Fall. And you're listening to Dive Bars. The Last Call.